Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your kids, and your partner. We'll give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you. I'm Terilyn Griffin. I'm Caitlin Gabriel. And I'm Felicia Allen. Let's find the magic together. Everyone knows that the housing market is insane right now. So whether you're buying or selling a house, it's just absolutely crazy. Um, And speaking as someone who has both bought and sold a house in the last few years, I can definitely say that using a realtor from Utah House Doctors is a lifesaver. Um, so a couple years ago, we bought and sold a house here in Davis County. And um, with our realtor, we were able to definitely save a ton of money um, with both both processes. Um, we were able to price it right and it was something where we needed to sell it quickly because we were moving out of state and it was so helpful to have someone here while we were moving out of state to kind of handle all of that situation. It was so great. And then we just bought a house a year ago and the market has only just skyrocketed uh, since we sold our last house. Um, and we were actually able to get a house in a prime spot in Davis County um, and we got it for less than what it really should have gone for on the market because we had a realtor who knew what he was doing and knew what to look for, and it was just amazing. So um, we seriously, me and my husband recommend Utah House Doctors to anyone who is looking to buy or sell a house right now in this market. It is totally worth um, everything, and it'll definitely end up saving you money and any sort of emotional or mental stress for sure. So definitely check them out if you're in the market. Their website is uthousedoctors.com. That's uthousedoctors.com. Hey, this is Caitlin here. I'm going to start us off with our high fives and face palms, and I have a high five this week, and it is simply that I put up my Christmas decorations Monday, which is, it just feels so so good. I know. And we're recording this before Thanksgiving, and I know there's some controversy about whether you should decorate before Thanksgiving, (laughs) but I did it, and... I'm loving it. It is so fun. I just love Christmas time, and I'm so excited that the holidays are here. So that's my high five. I love it. I approve of your early adopting of Christmas decorations. <laughs> I know it offends some people, but it I does. am. That's a thing. I'm like a full-blown early adopter pretty much for all holidays. Yeah. I just. What's the controversy? There's nothing to decorate for Thanksgiving, though. Or is there? I, I think it's that know. you're stealing from Thanksgiving <laughs> the turkey towel you're going to put out. I don't know. <laughs> Which no, I do have like two Thanksgiving decorations. I have a platter and I have a towel. They were both <laughs> up for a full two and a half weeks and now they've been put away. They had their full glory and now they're done. I think that what is, I mean, what adds more to the spirit of gratitude than Christmas? So yeah. for me, it just is adding. Yeah. I'm adding to the glory of Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, my I have a face palm, and it's just that I feel like when the seasons change, it takes my body a little bit to, like, adjust, because I'm a big fan of, since you guys are going to think I'm so weird, mm-hmm. since I was a little kid, I, like, wouldn't wear coats outside, me and my friend, and we'd be like, we will condition ourselves <laughs> to, like, bring our heat in through our breath, which is an actual thing now that yeah. I know, Wim Hof <laughs> method. Yeah. Anyway, so I kind of am, like, funny like that. But my body has not adjusted, and I am freezing. And we're recording in a recording studio right now, guys, that I can almost see my breath. It's freezing. Yeah. So I have, like, a hood on, and as we're preparing it, 
Felicia and Caitlin just kept laughing at me because I look like I'm like a monk, like, yeah, like a ninja, like a, Star Wars wraith yeah. or something. Yeah, a like Star Wars or maybe like from Lord of the Rings, like the Black Riders. It's hilarious. Yeah, and at one point as we were preparing, I like thought of this poem. It's by Rumi and it's, the wound is the place where the light enters you. And I like put my hands together and close my eyes and they're like, you are freaking us out. So that's my face poem. I am bundled up with a hood and I'm freezing my buns off. So... That's so, my face mom. <laughs> I, my face, my high five is also to your hood, but to be clear, it's not a real hood. Yeah, that's, I had to take a picture. That's why it's funny. She's saying hood, and it's making Caitlin and I sound dramatic around the hood. It's not really a real hood. It's not like a hoodie it's like hood. like a pant leg. <laughs> she's put over her bun and head. So, so <laughs> like elongates her head because she has a bun. <laughs> it's hysterical. And yeah, the topic, we went quite deep in our discussion and it was really adding to the feel. The so we got a video and a picture. I'll share yeah. one or both. Oh, and it's gold. <laughs> and I'm happy. I'm looking real glamorous too, so you guys will see me in my Mind full you, glory. We started at 5.30, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this is not a... a really silly topic we're talking about today, but we're excited to hopefully inspire some of you who are filling this with us. We we want to talk about creating meaning um, in our lives and how we can do that regardless of outward circumstance. And we thought that a lot of people would probably be feeling this to some degree right now with COVID. Yeah. Yeah, and with holidays coming up, I think there's a few different things that we can find meaning with because I feel like we're now on, what, month eight of COVID-ness, yeah. just figuring that out. Right. And then we've got the holidays coming up. And I think mm-hmm. with all of those situations, I think it's really important to be intentional and to f- we can find meaning um, going into the holidays and then also with these COVID, just kind of everything that, that brings for us, yeah. the isolation, the yeah. our lives are not what they used to be. We have a lot of things that are totally out of our control. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, yeah, I love the idea of talking about our choice to find meaning in all mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. And holidays holidays really just magnify everything. So for some people, they're finding more meaning as the holidays are coming in. And there are a lot of people who are feeling like their lives are less meaningful and the holidays are just kind of exacerbating that feeling mm-hmm. of like, right. what is there? Right. If I'm not feeling connection and I'm not feeling like I have purpose or that I add value then the holidays just kind of make it feel worse. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to say before we start that I know that we have a wide range of listeners here. I'm going to take off my head. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we have a wide range of listeners, and some of you have lives that are, it's easy for you to see the meaning in your life. There are a lot of people who have a lot of outward circumstances that add meaning to their life, and we're going to give you a lot of great tools to help that, help increase it, help you actually find even more meaning and kind of like, I picture like squeezing the juice out of life. Like how can we really add more and find more joy? And then we also know that there's a huge portion of you out there who are feeling right now, whether it's because of COVID or just because of your outward life circumstances, that you're not feeling like you have meaning. Maybe you don't see that there is purpose. And honestly, our goal here is just to help you all of you in whatever situation you're in, be able to see that there is meaning and purpose and that you add value to the world 
whatever your outward circumstance is, you add value and you have the capacity to bring light into this world. So as we talk, we hope that you find some tools that can help you in whatever stage you're in. And we just want you to know that we're mindful that there are people listening in every, a lot of different situations and that the exercise of choosing meaning and finding meaning really applies to any stage you are at life, Mm -hmm. in life, whatever age you're at. Um, I mean, we have sweet grandparents who listen to this who are, you know, in the 80s and 90s and live alone. And this concept is a really beautiful concept that we hope you find some tools to help you in your life. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of, we, we had like a lot of inspiration going into it, and one of them was Viktor Frankl. Um, he has a few books, um, but one of them is Man's Search for Meaning. And a little bit, for those of you who don't know who he is, he was um, a survivor of the Holocaust. Um, I believe he was in, was it Auschwitz? He's in one of the concentration camps. I don't remember exactly which one. Um, but his book, he was also a psychologist, and his book is basically what it distills down to is... Um, like if you think of any, you know, anything that you know about the Holocaust, they didn't have like a choice of that they were being sent there. They didn't have a choice day to day what they were going to be forced to do. Um, they were treated inhumanely. Um, but what he came down to is that we do have, what we do have a choice is like, we can't really choose how people act towards us, but we do have that choice of how we will act. And, um, and there's power and there's meaning in that. And so he actually has like a really cool quote in here that um, I love. It says, in the pursuit of meaning, Frankel recommends three different courses of action through deeds. So like through the things that we do, the experiences <clears throat> of values through some kind of medium. So that can be beauty through art. It can be love through a relationship or different things. And then the last one is suffering. Um, and obviously during his time, um, surviving the Holocaust, there was a lot of suffering. But he talks about how you can find meaning in any of these things. And I think we were talk- we've, we have thought about during this time with COVID, there are a lot of people who are suffering in a lot of different ways. And so whether it's through one of these two things, I think that we can find a lot of deep meaning, even though we might not have control over some of the things that are going on in our environments. Mm-hmm. We might not have control over whether it's mandates, whether it's you know different things like that. We may not have control over that, but we do have control over our choice to then find meaning. Yeah, and I think if you can pre... I think a lot of times we start to search for answers or meaning when we're in the depths of some sort of suffering or chaos or change or transition. And um, this concept in this book and a few others start to started to come up in my mind that I wanted to read and start learning about because um, COVID has been a big change transition, like a little bit chaotic time for my family. Nothing in comparison to what a lot of people go through, but it has, I guess, upended a lot of what we thought our plans were going to be. And I feel like that's probably what a lot of people are feeling. Right. And you just feel so, you feel really unstable. And then you, it it just made me question, well, that means I'm getting my meaning, value, happiness, whatever, from my outside circumstances. Mm -hmm. If now I'm Mm -hmm. shook from Mm -hmm. this virus Mm -hmm. and I'm going to go into despair, that means that 
everything outside is in control and not me, which is not a place I want to be in. So I like the the plan, if you will. If I can get to, if I can have um, the mental agility, which is also um, a term that I've learned researching this. So if your your mind is able to get to a space where you can ha- you can find meaning and be happy no matter any circumstance of, circumstances or no matter what changes. There's so much power in that. I feel like you will then have much better outward circumstances because you're not attaching yourself to them. Mm-hmm. But I, I like not doing this when, like, I'd rather not do this again when I'm in, like, a hard spot. I'd rather just always be doing this in my day-to-day life, which is why I really wanted to share this is I feel like it's such a powerful tool to be aware of, finding mm-hmm. meaning in, in no matter your circumstance. Mm-hmm. Victor Frankl says in his book that humans can, and I don't know if he actually came up with this quote because I've heard it so many times. I don't know if he got it from somewhere else, but that people can survive literally almost any how of living if they have a reason why. Mm-hmm. And he gives examples after when he was practicing psychology after. But I mean, people who had literally lost the ability to move in any way, say for example, being paralyzed, he gives an example of one person who found meaning through writing letters, but he couldn't actually even write with his hand. Mm. He was just using his, whatever other tool he had. I, you know, like there's ways of communicating with your <coughs> mouth or whatever, but bringing light into people's lives through some kind of service. Mm. So he offers three courses of action for finding meaning in our lives. And we have a few that we'd like to add also to this, but let's start with Dr. Frankel's. And his courses of action are deeds, the experience of values, and suffering itself. So through deeds, I think that oftentimes when we talk about outward circumstances, we, um, it kind of gets, it's easy to get into a victim mode of like, well, if they're just not how I want, right? Mm -hmm. So an easy deed that really adds meaning to our life that anybody can do at any time is to reach outside of ourselves and help somebody else, Mm -hmm. right? So that can look like literally all I can muster myself to do is send a nice text to somebody. Mm -hmm. That can be getting on a website like justserve.org or something and actually finding it like, let's go serve somewhere. There, when I have been in my darkest times of my life, when I have been able to muster up the energy to actually reach outside myself and see somebody who is also suffering in a different way, it does something beautiful to our souls. I think, first of all, it helps us with connection, which is always an antidote and always gives meaning. Anytime we can cultivate any kind of connection, we are adding meaning to our lives. And anytime we can see another person's need outside of our own, I think sometimes our own needs simply eclipse so much and it feels like that's all we can see. But if we can reach outside ourselves and actually see that somebody else has a need that we can feel, fill, that adds meaning. So, um, I mean, one of my most powerful, I don't know, I actually can't even say that, Never mind. There's been a lot of powerful service opportunities that I've had in my life, but one that was so short and so easy that there are opportunities like this in pretty much every city throughout the world that people feed the homeless regularly, mm-hmm. right? I mean, just in like, just in where I live, 
I could feed the homeless every day of my life if I wanted, right? There's groups, there's homes, there's all sorts of things. But there's something about going and seeing somebody who's truly suffering and actually giving them something that's valuable to them, food, sustaining life, that really, it does something, I want to say magical. Like it does something to our souls mm -hmm. when we help somebody else. And again, mm -hmm. as I say that, I know that's an actual like action that takes several hours. Mm -hmm. But it literally can be... What do you have? Maybe you have a soothing voice and you can call somebody and listen to them for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's, I mean, there's just, I think sometimes we don't do things because we think we can only do grand things. Mm -hmm. But if you are feeling like there is a lack of meaning in your life, doing a small deed, looking outside yourself, is there a need that somebody else has that I can fill? And we all have the capacity to do that. Mm -hmm. And you might think I have nothing to offer. But I just want to, if you can hear me speaking right now, you have something to offer. Everybody has something to offer to other humans. It's the beauty of being human. We all have needs and we all have the ability to fill the needs of others. Mm -hmm. And so that, that just deeds, that's the first one of the course of actions we can take. Can you reach out in some way to help somebody else? Mm -hmm. The second one is the experience of values through some kind of medium. He gives the example of the beauty of art, love through a relationship. Can we actually just experience, uh, Caitlin and I actually throughout the years have talked about this um, theory, but for me, it's truth, beauty, and love are the things that for me become transcendental experiences where I feel like I am finding meaning because I am connecting with something higher than myself. So that can be when you see a piece of art on the wall. I feel it the most when I see people that I love. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's probably my most transcendental experience that I've had in my entire life. When you have those moments of just, I just love this person so much. So love changes us. Music. Music. Mm -hmm. Nature. Going outside into the wild. Feeling the sun on your face. These are all things that are just simply experiencing life and being present with life that can add meaning. So it doesn't have to be reaching outside of yourself. It can be simply opening yourself up to, is there something I can feel right now, be present with us, that's bigger and more beautiful than what I'm experiencing right now? Mm -hmm. And if you're looking for places, walk outside and feel the sun on your face. Mm -hmm. Like that's the easiest way for me when I'm feeling down, feeling like there's not a lot of meaning. There's something about going up and feeling this thing that's giving life to all the humans on the earth mm -hmm. and the animals and the plants that it still can reach out and touch me. There's something huge about that. Mm -hmm. Also, when we're talking about transcendental experiences and reaching to something outside of ourselves through some kind of medium, I would say that prayer for me falls into this also. Anytime I can tap in to God's love through prayer or his word is another way to me that it's lifting me from just my own little space that mm -hmm. sometimes can feel empty mm -hmm. and it opens up if we can tap into that source then meaning just starts overflowing before mm -hmm. we even reach out to other people i mean it's mm -hmm. incredible mm -hmm. like i think so that's a source if you have any kind of spiritual practice that's also a nice place to start and i think that's also connecting to your values the experience of your specific like yours, Terrell, like you ha place value on your spiritual connection and, you know, art, music. Like if we can figure out what our values are, then an insert experiencing those in our day-to-day -day lives instead of, because sometimes we just get caught up in mm -hmm. the, the mundane stuff and then we feel mm -hmm. like that. We're like, yeah. well, I just go 
to work at the grocery store and then I just come home and I, I'm annoyed because people are bothering me and we're not experiencing things that really are touching out our core values. So, and it might be an exercise in determining those and making sure, am I fitting something in that is a value to me mm. every single day? Because probably we're just mindless about it a lot of the times, yeah. you know? Yeah, and this comes back to, I actually think this is gonna be a recurring theme. This comes back, guys, to awareness and presence. Yeah. You can't actually experience any of these mediums if you're distracted and thinking about the future or the past or your phone. Mm-hmm. You can't actually experience any of these things that can have the power to lift us up and give us more meaning in our lives if we don't allow the space for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so totally. how that looks is bringing yourself into the present moment. I, you guys know my go-to is take a deep breath, right? Feel the breath go in. I'll like actually feel the sensation of it. And then no matter what experience you're doing. So if you're like, okay, I got to feel, I got to feel something here. Cause I'm not feeling anything. I'm feeling empty. Feeling like there's not meaning. I don't want to do an act of service right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to try this one. Mm-hmm. My recommendation is take a deep breath, choose your medium, whether it's beautiful art, going outside, <clears throat> experiencing love for somebody else, which is just literally bringing that person into your mind. Seriously, you just picture their face. Mm-hmm. So, and you guys have heard me talk about this, but it's so powerful. So I'm going to repeat it again in case there's anybody out here who's feeling this. You picture the person's face in front of you. So take a deep breath. So you're tapping into your body. You're bringing present. You picture somebody you love, something, a pet, whatever. I don't care who it is. Something that you can feel love for. And then you take a deep breath in and you picture all the cells in your body, like a little solar panel, like soaking it in. Like I picture them turning and like turning golden. And you bring it in, breathe it back out. Like you're literally just experiencing love. You're cultivating love inside of yourself. Or you could turn on, say, for example, this wouldn't work for me with uh, really distracting music with like a lot of words, although that is also really powerful. So honestly, whatever music you choose is great. I'm getting really excited here and I'm starting to talk really fast. Um, But say, for example, you're going to choose, like, I love the cello. So if I was wanting to do this right now with a cello, I would take a deep breath in, I would make sure I have no distractions, and I'd turn on some cello music, and I would just observe what it does to my body, right? Like I'd feel it going through my ears, I'd feel what it does to my heart, i just actually like experience it like a full sensory experience. Do I feel anything in my skin? Can I feel if it's really loud? Can I feel it in my chest? I love that when something's really loud, mm-hmm. you can like feel it mm-hmm. like, going through your chest. Um, so just turn, if you're, if you're going for this mode, of finding meaning, come to the present moment, use all five of your senses and just lean into whatever beautiful thing you're trying to experience. Just lean into it and like, let it just go over all of you. Mm-hmm. And there is meaning in just experiencing life, guys. Mm-hmm. There is beauty in just truly living life. Mm-hmm. So and in the present moment. Right, and to the, you know, the distraction point and, and phones, I think a lot of us are we're giving away that attention and that like just raw experience of life vulnerability with other people to distractions Mm -hmm. and comparison so then of course we're not finding meaning in our life because it's not anybody else's life so if you're just looking to other people's lives instead of going inward and looking at your own i think you end Mm -hmm. up there really easily Mm -hmm. with no meaning you know because it looks like everybody if you look online it looks like everybody is fulfilled and Mm -hmm whatever they're doing, it has mm-hmm. the most meaning ever. Right. <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah. And then we just are left feeling empty ourselves. Yeah. And that third leg of what the third thing that Frankel, um, 
recommends as courses of action is suffering. And this is an interesting concept to wrap your, wrap your head around. I love this quote. He says, what man actually needs is not a tensionless state, but rather the striving and struggling for some wor goal worthy of him. <clears throat> what he needs is not the discharge of tension at any cost, but the call of a potential meaning waiting to be fulfilled by him. And I think if you think about your suffering or sufferings or, you know, hardships day to day, our suffering doesn't compare to what he went through and my suffering is not going to compare to somebody else's suffering, but just your own suffering. If I think a lot of the times we think happiness, being happy, which again is a loaded term because I think joy and meaning are the ultimate goal. Happiness, not necessarily. It's mixed mm -hmm. in there, but it's like right. not Because happiness then. is just a simple emotion a that feeling. comes and goes. Yeah. Right. No more or less than sadness. And, right. Yeah. Right. So if we're looking at our finding meaning in our lives, we need to realize that it's not supposed, supposed to be tensionless. Mm -hmm. And if, if I reframe my life and say, I am supposed to be challenged by the pandemic. It is supposed to create a sort of chaos in my life. There's beauty in this change that I'm going through. This transition is, there's a, there is reason in it. I can find meaning here. It changes the way you think about your entire life mm -hmm. instead of, uh, we didn't get a, we didn't get to go out to dinner and it's our date night. And like, do you know what I mean? Even little things like that can feel like a small suffering that can weigh us down. Or my husband lost his job and like my, I'm not, that's not supposed to happen. We're, we should have money all the time. Mm -hmm. And we're, he's supposed to be at this point in, in his career. Like that, instead of looking at it like that, if we can look at those strugglings and tensions as um, ways that we can find meaning and change and grow, mm -hmm. that mindset shift is so powerful for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And it's choosing to find, it isn't that you're having to accept that there is a reason as in like there's some like punishment out there that right. I'm suffering because I have to because there's a reason because that doesn't feel good, mm -hmm. right? But you're just simply choosing to find a reason mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the reason could be whatever you're learning about yourself right, right right i always look at it as would i choose to experience pain no in fact frankel says life isn't about finding pleasure and avoiding pain it's about finding meaning in our day-to-day -day lives i don't think we should spend our lives searching for pleasure and avoiding for pain i think that we should simply be open to pleasure and open to pain just be open to both because you're going to be feeling them both right. so we don't we don't try to numb them. We don't chase after really either one. We simply accept them as they come and enjoy them or, well, it's either enjoy or accept, actually. <laughs> I'm usually not enjoying pain. Mm -hmm. But but as I say that, I look at it as when I go through something really hard. So let's, I mean, Felicia just gave us some really beautiful examples. When you're going through something really hard and somebody says this happens for a reason, sometimes you just want to punch them in the face. Mm -hmm. It's so true. So mm -hmm. that's not what we're saying here at all. Right. But we're saying that... If you're paying the price for something through pain, you might as well choose to get whatever gem comes out of that. Because right. we can choose to really, it's really we're choosing to make some gems. Like we're mm -hmm. choosing to find a gift. I actually like to ask myself, 
is there a gift here that I can get because I am paying a heavy price for it? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to miss out on whatever gift there could possibly be here because I'm hating the price. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to be paying this price, let's look for a gift. And guys, yeah. guess what? My hardest things I have ever experienced in my life, there is always a gift there. Would mm -hmm. I choose them again? No, I wouldn't choose them again. Mm -hmm. Do I think that somebody, like that there's some like cosmic, like God's making this bad thing happen? No, I don't think that either. I simply think we live on this earth and that there are hard things that we go through. And I really do believe down in my soul that as we pay that price of suffering, that there are gifts that we can find, but we have to choose to find them. Mm -hmm. yeah. And a lot of it, I think, is also eliminating, as you were talking about suffering and the idea of, you know, losing your job, it shouldn't be this way. I'm thinking of Byron Katie saying, we know that it should be because it is, mm -hmm. right? Just simply, it is reality. Mm -hmm. So as we come to realize that, like, I am feeling this misery and this is how I'm feeling, mm -hmm. right? Just simply accept it and then take that accepting. Ask yourself, is there some gift here? Because I'm paying a price for it. And if you can't think of a gift, guess what, guys? You make a gift. Mm -hmm. It could be that you're feeling empathy for people who feel the same way as you. That could be the only gift you can even think of. Yeah. And that's enough. Yeah. I think um, a couple of tools that came to my mind. I was thinking about this because I feel like, especially this time period, we are going to look back at this. And I think our children, like, it's it's a big time, time. And I feel like there's a lot of historical things happening. And so I think we will look back to this, and our kids will, and our grandkids will look at what we say about this, just like the Great Depression. Like, there's certain things... And so I was thinking like a tool that I think we have talked about before, but I think journaling is a huge one right now to think, mm. like write down what are your feelings? What are the hard things that you're going through? What are the, and then think about maybe what are some of the gifts that you have received that have maybe been offered to you during this? And I think that we can all find those. And I think we're going to look back at this time and there's going to be a lot of growth, like a lot of growing pain from it. Um, but there is definitely a lot of gifts that come from it. Another thought that I had too is that I think, um, the everything happens for a reason thing. Like I think, I don't think God is, yeah, like moving things around necessarily, like micromanaging everything to, you know, like if something bad happens in your life that it was like that God did that to you. But I do think, I find, um, and because I, I am like a, I do think of myself as like a religious and a spiritual person, um, I do believe that we can invite God into the details of our lives. And so whatever, whatever you're going through, um, I do think that we can invite him in and that can also help us see meaning and seek for ways to um, like find the gifts. Mm -hmm. um, there's a quote that I really love. Um, I believe it's from President Thomas S. Monson, but he says, you can't change the wind, but you can always adjust the sails. And that's something that has always stuck with me like since I was a teenager of that like sometimes we can't change the storms that come into our lives or the wind. And there's a lot of wind right now for a lot of people, mm -hmm. but we can change how we respond to it. And so I think it all comes back to this, like we have that choice and there is a lot of power and and freedom in that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's cool that we can, we can like take charge in our own lives and decide to choose to find meaning, whether it's in suffering, whether it's in finding beautiful things, like we can choose those things, which is really beautiful. And I think there, there is so much meaning that comes from things being hard. So, I think about parenting. <laughs> yeah. It's in no way easy. I mean, kids bring us joy because they are kids and babies, but most things about about parenting are hard and and that's just day to day. You're sacrificing sleep, your time, <laughs> your sleep. <laughs> yeah. 
going to the bathroom, eating, like you're sacrificing. The literal life force of your body <laughs> as you create them and then right. support them mm-hmm. with your own nutrients. I yes. Mean, there's a yeah. lot. Yeah. You, it is almost all hard, but most of us who have kids place or have found so much meaning in, in parenting them. And it's that unconditional love, right? That makes us feel that, but it's I also do think that it is because it is hard. Running a marathon is really hard and it is suffering a lot of the times. Or um, I think to different circumstances that um, my parents have shared with me with things they went through when they were younger. Um, and I won't, I won't share them all, but we all have you know, times in our lives where we're suffering greatly. And if we can find that meaning, I think those are the times when we come out the other side of that mess that we're in where, do you get what I'm saying? We come out with way more meaning than had we just been floating through Mm. happy, in quotes, days. Mm -hmm. Like I think suffering and hardships do bring us so much meaning in this life if we can work through them in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. And we come out the other side. So, I mean, it's cliche, but you are stronger for for it. You're stronger for the hard things you go through. And I don't know. I think just shifting that mindset right now in this time for me has changed so much of, and I know my, the sufferings that I've had have been small in comparison to a lot of you. I'm sure you've experienced, a lot of people listening have experienced really hard stuff Mm -hmm. through this pandemic but I had days that were I was feeling like almost that hopelessness Mm -hmm. of like but we had so many plants there were so many things that you know the the shoulds all the Mm -hmm. shoulds or the perceived control I think we kind of have to let that go and find be present with the day-to-day things that we go through and Mm -hmm. find meaning in them Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the gift that it's giving us for mm-hmm. flexibility and resilience. Mm-hmm. I, I think that it's an interesting balance to find honoring hardship without glorifying hardship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I kind of look at it as there are people who I know who have been through hardships, outward circumstances that are so unimaginably difficult that do come out of it with emotional or spiritual muscles that Mm -hmm. I don't have, Mm -hmm. right? And they are beautiful. I mean, their souls are so beautiful. And that being said, I think that we also develop different muscles as we choose to find meaning in the outwardly, the outward circumstances that are easy as well. I think there's value to both. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes when we talk about hardship, it's easy to either swing to one side or the other. Hardship is terrible. Let's avoid it at all costs. I mean, I actually still don't. I mean, I'm never going to, like, choose right. it. <laughs> but um, but at the same time, not glorifying it. That if you don't feel like you are experiencing hardship. Or I know a lot of people who are beating themselves up right now because they're like, how do I, how can I even complain? Because compared to my friend whose brother just committed suicide because of COVID, mm-hmm. like, how can I even complain about mm-hmm. me feeling like I'm lacking connection because I haven't been able to see my friends Mm -hmm. you know like we all have this like level of it's almost a guilt of like have I had enough hardship have Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. is this relative enough like can I even feel sad about this I don't Mm -hmm. know 
So I would say that wherever you are, the beauty of this is is simply accepting the reality of wherever you are on the hardship spectrum and choosing to find beauty in whatever place that is. Find the gifts in whatever that is. The gifts of whatever you're feeling, it's okay and it's enough and it doesn't have to be the same as everybody else's, but there is beauty. And I like how you said that, Felicia, that you really are just getting stronger. You can be getting stronger in whatever situation you're in and there is muscles, not physical, that are developed through a hardship and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I think also just something that you said also reminded me because we have talked a lot about hardship, but also um, what you said about thinking about when times are going good for us, because maybe some like some of us are having really good, like even if you're having hardship, you can also be having some really beautiful things happening in your life. And with the holidays coming up, like we talked about, that can bring a lot of joy. And I think something, um, this is actually in a podcast that um, Felicia sent me with, is an interview with Matthew McConaughey of all people. And he um, talked about how there we can also look back. There's a lot of um, benefit and power in looking back and seeing when things were going right in your life and like what were maybe some of those patterns that were helping go right in your life. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's also, you can mm-hmm. find a lot of meaning when things are going right too, not mm-hmm. just in the stuff. Like, so I think totally. the beauty is, is that there's a lot of different ways that we can find meaning in our lives. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we've all kind of mentioned some different tools that we can do to find that. And I think whether it's changing, if you're changing diapers all day, every day, and maybe your kids are sick, you can still find a lot of meaning in that as well as the really joyful things about mm-hmm. being a mother too. Mm-hmm. And the power of this guys is that literally is just our lens. We're just assigning meaning. Mm-hmm. We're, as my daughter used to say, she'd ask us questions and I'd say, I don't know. And she'd say, make it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I would, I'd make up stuff. We are literally, we can assign meaning to our own thing. Mm-hmm. What's, is there any meaning in cleaning up your kid's throw up? You can either say no, or you can just say yes. Mm-hmm. This is actually like a sacred roll up. I am carrying some for somebody in their most vulnerable state, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same outward circumstance, and it literally is. You are just assigning your own meaning. And that's liberating and powerful to realize you can literally make a list of the things, the outward circumstances in your life, and just choose to assign it meaning. Mm-hmm. It sounds so simple, but it is. We can mm-hmm. do that. Like, we have the power to do that. Mm-hmm. It's incredible to me. So the try this or not for today is, and another idea that's coming to my mind here is gratitude. It's Thanksgiving time. Oh, yes. If you just need to help yourself find a little meaning in your life, write a gratitude list. Mm -hmm. But it would be to, let's follow Dr. Frankel's advice, that you can, through deeds, reaching outside of yourself. Is there something you can do to reach outside yourself? Two, can you just be present with your life and experience something beautiful? There is meaning in that using all of your five senses, just lean into it and let yourself be elevated into something bigger than you. And the third one is to simply find the gifts in the hardships that you're going through, right? Mm -hmm. Choose to see them. Can you reframe them and find some kind of meaning? Because almost every situation you can do a little bit of reframing Mm -hmm. and find some kind of meaning with. So I just want to reemphasize that every single person here listening to this right now i want you to know that you have purpose you have meaning and you add value to this world just by being in it so i just want you to know that no matter what you're doing in your life no matter what your outward circumstances are that you're meaningful and we hope that there's some things here that you can add to your toolbox if you're not feeling that meaning hopefully you can find some and also that life this was a big aha moment for me 
we all know this, but I think we do have a misconception that life should be, should again, be happy. But if, if, um, we can reframe and be okay with life, that, that life does have tension, that it's not supposed to be tensionless. I, I love that word tensionless. Cause it's not mm-hmm. like a mm-hmm. bad, like you should experience bad stuff or whatever. It's mm-hmm. just life is, it will have tension and we'll have times when we're feeling stretched, stretched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And times when we're not and find finding meaning in all of that, um, is powerful. Yeah. I, I also just want to add, I think we, we briefly talked about this, but with the holidays coming up, I think something cool and that really opens my eyes is actually thinking about this within a framework of approaching the holidays of, you know, Terilyn talked about like, you know, looking at all the things that you're doing and finding meaning in it. And I think with the holidays coming up, sometimes people can find it very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I just want to like quickly point out that we can actually take a step back and look at anything that you have in the holiday season and then just approach it with, is this something that, that like, does this mean something to me? And maybe it might mean something more to your spouse than it maybe does to you. But because of that, you're choosing me to find meaning in it. Mm-hmm. And there's beauty in that too. So I just kind of want to quickly plug that in there that mm-hmm. we've talked a lot about a lot of really beautiful, deep things with like our, with COVID and everything mm-hmm. else going on. But I think we can also bring this into approaching our holidays and mm-hmm. maybe some different traditions with you can find meaning in it and coming at it from a place of gratitude and fulfillment rather than maybe resentment because I think mm-hmm. sometimes we can maybe feel resentment with you know we have to make a meal for a holiday and maybe we don't want to do it mm-hmm. but I think coming at it and finding a meaning and then choosing either to do it or not to do it mm-hmm. but I think there's some beauty in that too I love it all right guys let's find the magic Hey everyone, this is Tara Lynn, and I would just like to give a personal thank you to everybody who has left us a review. They are so kind. I seriously get like teared up when I read them. Um, one of my most current favorites is from a mom. She says that our podcast came out about when her first baby was born and she'd listen to our episodes on every walk that she'd go on. And she felt like she had like her best friends walking with her. So I just want to let you guys know that um, we've had a lot of people say that we feel like they feel like we are their friends. And I want you guys to know that we think about you guys all the time as our listeners. And we, I totally feel like you're our friends as well. So I just want to thank you for leaving us a review and let you know it is so helpful for us and our podcast success when you do leave us a kind review. So Thank you. Um, If you are willing to leave us one, you just go to search Find the Magic on Apple Podcasts, and then you scroll to the bottom of the page and leave a review, and then you make sure you push send after you leave the review and give us a rating. Thank you so, so much, and hope you have a beautiful day. (coughs) Me, 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 me. (laughs) Brown cows.